Welcome to Dustrous. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, and welcome to an Elder Stream Games production of Dustrous. This podcast is made possible by our patrons, Brian Bridges, Tim Demuse, and Wesley Sullivan from LCP D&D, and our very own Don Bewley and Brian Rafe. Please stay tuned after the story to hear about the great projects these guys are working on. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Dustrous Podcast. We're getting right into it with our planning for what we're going to do to infiltrate the slaver's ship. So what are you thinking, Brian? Um, I think... Do you have anything that can, like, make them have nightmares and shit? I do have some sleep spells. Because while mine is fun, I feel like there may be too many slaves for my air bubble to uh, not exceed my uh, HP. I can... Let me check. I have a lullaby, which is a zero-level spell with decent range, even. I could take out guard... or uh, a lookout with lullaby, or at least greatly decrease one's effectiveness and get a minus five on perception checks and a minus two penalty on will saves. I had another one. Let me... kind of a similar thing. Yeah. Unprepared combatant would, uh would make someone take a hit to their uh, to their initiative. Heck, I have Vanish. I mean, I can go invisible for two rounds. <laughs> oh god, Taraxxus is here. <laughs> uh, there's a spell I can cast um, called uh, Curse Land Lesser. I can curse the area around the ship and make terrible things become three three terrible things in fact I get to choose three can you exclude people in there no but I can choose things that wouldn't affect the people within and I think as a curse it's dispellable let me check real quick uh, yes it's dispellable so I can drop the curse at will hmm. oh. oh boy Okay, so there's two of the curses I found that work for water uh, that in tandem would be terrifying. Captivating Reflection and a Cursed Pool. So Captivating Reflection, if you fail three will saves, you plunge into the water and become paralyzed and immediately have to start making constitution saves or drown. Uh, A Cursed Pool uh, draws people into the water uh, with like the appearance of treasure and then becomes deeper and really fucks over their swim checks oh hell yeah I don't have to touch you guys to heal you anymore oh do you have a mass it's not a sacred bond oh the thing where you heal yourself to heal us basically uh, no uh, uh wait okay no I'll have to touch you at first then um cast sacred bond on you and then you can be 25 plus 5 per 2, and all my touch healing spells can be uh, done. It only lasts one round. No casting time is a round. Duration 10 minutes per level. So that's good. 
So, you know, I could touch you at the start of a fight, rush in, and still, as long as we remain within range, if you're sneaking around. Right. Mm. But uh, tactics, what are we thinking? You thinking that uh, the uh, the curse stuff? Uh, it, it can work. I'm pretty sure there are other options for us as well. Um, summon monsters very powerful in its own way. Could you use your uh, monofilament fiber to just uh, shear <laughs> off portion of the hole? I, I don't think she's going to let me do that. Good. That is the most broken use of Mage Hand. <laughs> Five pounds of force over nearly no surface area is very powerful. So y'all about got it figured out? Mm-mm. But uh, we're just going to have to muddle through. <laughs> Um, so other, other options, uh, because I believe this is a third level. No, this is a second level spell. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't even need special shit for that. Uh, I guess there is risk with it though. Mm. Okay. I think I got it. Huh? Okay. Monkey fish to the ship or just, you know, slow, just swim normally. So save my HP. Swim to the ship, wood shape the ship, open a hole. Everyone goes out. <clears throat> Aquatic cavalry brings one hippocampus out, and uh, I just have it spend. I get it for two hours, so it could just spend just retrieving uh, slaves to Ooh. the to the dock. The problem is, is the the slaves won't last two hours submerged in the water. No, no, no. As they no, I'm just saying. I have a okay. They won't be submerged, but uh. Wood shape, open it up, it starts to sink. Anyone that goes in the water, the hippocampus, if it's a slave, um, you know, if they're not an angry, if they're more scared than angry sort of thing. Um, were these, I didn't write down, were these slaves uh, just largely women or was it a mix of? You don't know. You just know that her two sisters were taken. Gotcha. I mean, we know they're half elves, so maybe. <laughs> The hippocampus focuses along the half elves and then uh, works their way down in importance in there. But I mean, it could rescue everyone from the dock, from the sinking ship. But but we would, you guys would determine from the shore who gets to uh, keep their life, and that keeps you guys out of the thick of it, puts me in it, and I bring those to you. I have, I have come up with another idea as well. It will require significant healing and a little bit of time for said healing to take place and enchantment. Uh, I would like to do five arrows for safety uh, reasons. I want to put deep slumber on them. Is that a will save? Uh, I believe so. I have lullaby, which would give them a minus two to will saves. So if we hit them with lullaby, then deep slumber only issue of wood shape is the whole act of actively sinking the ship, you know. As, as talking about Don's plan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not like hard up for it. I'm just I'm just using, you know, the skills that I'm seeing and just kind of best uses. But yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm not I won't take offense if you if you can find holes. Okay, so I think the sleep because the sleep thing uh, has a ten foot radius burst, lasts a minute per level. They are helpless during that time. Oh yeah. damn! 
Those are uh, AOE. Those are AOE arrows. Yep. Uh, if lullaby is going on, uh, it'd have to be in the same radius, so we'd have to be like shooting the same squares for it to affect properly. Oh, lullaby is a single target. Living creatures within a ten foot radius burst. For lullaby or for deep yeah. slumber? Okay. For both. Okay, rock on. So, uh, duration is concentration plus one round per level on lullaby. <laughs> oh, we only need it to last the one round. Oh, it's a fucking knack for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you could move it around as I was shooting. Uh, I don't imagine I'll get everybody all at once, though. Like, I figure I can go onto the ship, stealth around, knock out and finish off, uh, the slavers and, uh, and go in and get the slaves. And if all goes well, oh, fuck, we might have a ship at the end of this. Oh, oh yeah. Gonna be fortitude saves left and right for Brigord if we're gonna be, uh, mobile on the open seas, or not even open seas. I can cast Murderous Command, that's a level of one spell, and just, you know, incite a riot that way. You can do that. I've got, I think I've got another spell that can cause a gathering of them at least. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so, uh, Heckle. If they don't know I'm there, um, it doesn't matter that they like me less, but it, it will make them hate everybody within 30 feet of them as well. Uh, it says you badger and nitpick the subject until it spits out. That might not work. Unless my arrow just bitches out. <laughs> Stupid. No, your, your arrow does not speak. Yeah. Um, ooh. Ooh, boy. On the top deck, whoever happens to be being around, unnatural lust. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been going all about it all violent or sneaky. We need to go from another angle. Arshay's angle. <laughs> you sure could, because you've got a Arshay caster with you. Oh, yeah, she could just... Can I just hand her a bundle of arrows and be like, here? Thing is about the... After the orgy's over, we don't own a ship. Here, here's the thing. An orgy can happen in a 10-foot radius burst. You scare me. Well, it's, it's a good way to get everybody to sleep. And thusly dead. So it was a good idea, bad idea. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. We have, I'm, I'm just, we have deep slumber, which is a make target helpless sleep spell, and we have lullaby, mm -hmm. which is a a penalty to their will save. Right. I'm just trying to get as many people into that ten foot burst. Well, we're we're talking about enchanting arrows, right? Yeah. So we hit one group bam bam next round we hit the next group bam bam it's not like they're necessarily you know they may even see you know their people being hit or the deck of the ship being hit with arrows but you know we that doesn't mean we can't just do it again the next round as they group together right grand theft auto tactics you know you hit that first <laughs> one with the sniper rifle and then all the civilians gather around to see what's happening, and then you hit the rocket launcher. <laughs> oh. Heck, I even have memory lapse, so we could have them forget why they were 
running towards. <laughs> oh god. I've got another spell. Actually, you would have it for cheaper than I would. It's called Deflect Blame. Shoot somebody with an arrow. Hey, why'd you shoot me with a fucking arrow? I didn't shoot you with an arrow. Bullshit, I know you did it. <laughs> How many steps? I mean, I think we're getting too many steps involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just going down yeah. possibilities at this point. I go the, the bard route. Mm-hmm. Say we're here for an inspection. Disguise self. Mm. I could maybe pull that off. My bluff's okay. Not amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure my bluff is trash. Yeah, it's not a negative, though. Any of you have silence? I'm looking at mine. I don't know if I have silence. Uh, silence, I think, is a fucking level four spell. Is it? No, I have silence. Level two negates uh, 20 foot radius. Do mages? Or do fucking arcane casters not get silent? Psychic gets it as well. So uh, we could. Uh, we got 40 foot radius of uh, silence. Oh, it's a part of the Then you can go in literally guns blazing. Yeah. It would. Like, if we were in the area, though, it would negate um, lullaby. But for what that matters, it. Like, we'd be fucking stealth incarnate so now it is an area not like you can't target a person and make them solely silent so like people might notice when things just go and everything's quiet wait silence is a 10 foot area no 20 20 foot and it's a 400 foot range 480 foot range for us so we could stand well closer but we both cast it at the same time on two different points and the area Idea. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's look at this all in the form of arrows. Shooter A, B, and C. Shooter A has an arrow with some type of spell to attract as much attention as possible. Get people coming over. Mm-hmm. Right? Shooter A hits that arrow. People run over. Shooter B shoots a sphere of silence into the middle of that crowd. Doesn't have to hit anyone. Just into the crowd. Right? Then, shooter A and C on the following round shoot lullaby followed by deep slumber. Uh, silence would negate lullaby. Oh crap, I keep forgetting effect. about that one. Okay, so we, we just do the silence one last then. Attraction, attraction shot, lullaby, deep slumber, silence. That way, if anyone does manage to stay awake, they can't raise the alarm as quickly. Especially if they don't know what's going on. Because they may be standing there yelling for their shipmates, but their shipmates aren't going to hear them. Yeah, I'm down with that. Honestly, I'd, I'd just to remove a step, I'd take uh, I'd take the chances with the uh, with just dropping lullaby. Because once an arrow hits the deck, they might be like, hey, what the fuck? Huh. Well, all lullabies there for is to have them take a minus two to the will save versus deep slipper. And they get a minus to perception. It's a minus two to the will save? Yep. <laughs> I could pull a bu- I could pull a page out of Ulrub's book and cast Haunting Mists. Just fog that causes wisdom damage. And fear. Well, decide on something. For, for simplicity, I will go with the fucking sleepy arrows. I agree actual infiltration. Alright. Okay. 
So who is doing what? And when are y'all gonna do this? Uh, I mean, I'd imagine tonight. Uh, you're gonna do it during the night, okay? And who's who's doing what? Get it get it set up for me. Yeah, uh, I would be shooting the sleep arrows at any group on the deck, uh, then infiltrating the ship, uh, and using additional sleep arrows on anyone else I see. Okay. Um, what what would y'all do? Uh, the silence thing or the? Uh... Didn't we decide silence would cancel out the slumber? No, it's going to cancel out what I was recommending, but I don't think we're going with that anyway. So, yeah, I can do silence. We can both do silence while he does, if you want. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to get up in it so I can swing away. But so yeah, let's just go with Sean's idea. So for your for your plan to go off, <clears throat> what do you need us to do? Because yeah, I like yours best. We'll just go with that and we'll just commit and we'll do it now. Uh, I guess. Um. Okay, so the downside of silence would be that I wouldn't necessarily know if someone was, like, sneaking up behind me. So we could do lullaby still, and that will help us almost ensure that everyone hit will go to sleep Mm -hmm. on the first try. Gotcha. And I go in, uh, perhaps with Brigard, trailing a little bit behind, uh, and we take out the... uh, unconscious slavers if we put us if i put a sphere of silence over me near the deck or on an adjacent roof well now i'd have to be moving with you guys but i can find a spot on the deck when shit goes south cast silence around me and no one will hear the gun right and you can cast it on yourself and it will move with you okay and that that way, like, we're all close enough that if it does break out into a fight, we're good. But if it doesn't break out into a fight, we just, I just go through and stand. I would like to point out kill. something. So, <laughs> the silent spells does not affect any of Brian's spells. Correct. Because he's a because psychic he's caster. caster. He doesn't have, yeah, he doesn't have verbal components. So how is the silence going to affect his lullaby? Because the target has to hear it. Sonic effect, yeah. Oh, the okay. Has to hear it. Actually, he, he can cast it. Technically, it doesn't say it's a sonic effect. It's just enchantment compulsion. Oh, you are correct. It is not language. Yes, I am. Or sonic. Okay, yeah, no, it, it, it works. Shit, that's fucking good. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we um. We can have our cake and eat it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So we have Brigard with silence arrows, Rick with slumber arrows, and I'll use lullaby, which it's got a range and it's a zero level spell for me. I don't even need arrows. Right. It's uh, a 10 foot radius burst. Yes. And the, um, the range of the spell the itself is, is, is 120 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Point being is it's a zero level spell, so I don't need to pay the hit points in advance for it. Right. All right. I, oh. I guess we buckle down and do this. Mm-hmm. So y'all will head down to the docks. Ardell is going with y'all. Awesome. 
so if something goes wrong she is going to be there also y'all don't know who her sisters are so (laughs) (laughs) i think the idea is get everyone off well that's (laughs) fine that's fine her concern is getting them back first and then worrying about everybody else right so she happens to know who they are and therefore she's going Okay. More the merrier. Now, I would like one of y'all, I don't care which one y'all choose, one of y'all to roll percentile dice. I've been rolling shit, someone else. I'll do it. Yeah, you've been rolling really good, you do it. It's an 86. Well, you you did very well. 86% of this crew is not on the ship. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> Skeleton crew. Eh. Basically, everybody's gone into shore, you know, drinking and brothels and all that good stuff. So there's just a a small remnant of crew left to uh, keep an eye on the slaves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we can still hang out with uh, Ardell, um, I'm going to cast uh, Cat's Grace and... uh, um, Which one? It's a stealth spell. Oh, that's elf only. Um, I have passed without trace. So do I. That would that would help me. Yes. Um, get those on me uh, as well. Mhm. Uh, I will. Do you want me to do this one? Sure. Cool. I will cast. Pass without trace. One creature per level. Oh, you know what? I can do two. I can do two of us. Awesome. Okay. Get you two, since you're going to be the frontline sneakers, and I'm there yep. for backup. Yep. Yeah. And um, I would precast. I'd like to precast silence into a, a silver coin and heal up afterwards. Okay. So y'all get your spells already. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, let me scope out the uh, deck. Is there anyone on deck right now? There are a couple of people on deck. Um, Ardell is going to cast something before y'all all take off. She's going to cast a spell called Share Sensations on y'all. Basically, if any of y'all end up in combat and are getting hurt, all the others are going to feel it and know it. Oh, They're not going to take damage. They're just phantom sensations. But you will immediately know if any of your other party members then are injured, knocked out, anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, is it specific enough that we know which... The spell does not say. I'm going to say yes because it is an empathic connection. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to say yes. You'll know which one it is. So as long as none of y'all jump to another plane. Oh. (laughs) For the next hour, basically, y'all will know if somebody gets hurt. Awesome. Sweet deal. So before we get uh, too close to the ship, I'd like to cast Detect Magic. Okay, and that's got a 60-foot range on it? 60-foot, yeah. yeah. So whenever I'm in range of the ship, I'll start casting that. Okay. So, like, the ship itself um, is not magic, but that's not surprising because the amount of uh, life somebody would have to spend to enchant the ship would probably be crazy. Um, If you get close enough to, to see the two deckhands, one of them has no magical items on him. One of them uh, is wearing an amulet that gives off a magical aura. Uh, I'd also like to use detect magic and just keep it up. 
I, I guess, you know, as we're going, I'll do like a SEAL Team 6 sort of swap team, uh, not hold, but just uh, just pause a moment as I focus in on that amulet. Okay. To um, determine it's uh, school. school of Magic. Thank you. Okay. I think it's an Arcana check to identify. It's not Spellcraft anymore? Spellcraft is to identify what it actually does. Uh, Arcana oh. is to identify the aura. Okay, I do not have Arcana, so I won't do that. So, I thought it was just part of Detect Magic. I thought it was, too. Uh, hold on, let me check. It's been a bit, yeah, I have... Yeah, first one detects it, second, number of auras, third, School of Magic, isn't that what it is? Third round, strength and location. You can make a Knowledge Arcana to determine the school involved. Hmm. If it its aura emanates from a magic item, you can attempt to identify its properties uh, using spellcraft. Okay, I will uh, do a spellcraft then. Oh, great! Ah, uh, that's a four. I'm pretty sure that that's way too low because uh, to identify the properties of a magic item, you need a 15 plus the item's caster level. Yep, that's for your yeah. DC. Yep, that was one. Yeah, that was one formula I stood. I did still have in my head, so yeah, I, I figured a four was. So you know the amulet is magical. On the spellcraft, I got a twenty-two. Nice. It has invisibility on it. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and activate the gravity bow on my bow. I'm going to pull the slumber arrow. <clears throat> I'm going to motion at Russell, and I'm going to point at the guy with the fucking thing. Russell's going to nod and start doing his his lullaby thing and yeah i guess we're about to get this thing going yep brigger's pulling out his gravity bow as well all right and what is the save on this doesn't lullaby have a save lullaby is a will save 14 all right and it'll be him and the guy next to him need to make it right so the first guy fails second guy got a 14 on the die so he doesn't fall asleep or anything but uh oh lullaby doesn't put him to sleep oh okay that's what i'm that's the sleep spell okay but the first guy did fill his save okay so he takes a minus what minus 10 or minus Minus two to the will save minus five to perception checks yeah okay so i'm going to shoot the guy with the amulet uh with the arrow, uh, I will try and aim low so that if I miss, it'll hit like the what are they, the little banisters or walls or whatever they're called. Okay. Railing. Railing. Yeah. You're gonna aim low so you hit him in the balls. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to shoot. That's a nat twenty. Oh shit! Well, roll to confirm. Uh, that's not awesome. Uh, let's see, plus three, seven. A seven total to confirm. Yeah, I rolled a four. Yeah, you're you're not. His AC's not quite that low. Hmm. But I did hit him. But you did hit him. Flat-footed. I I don't think even flat-footed that he would be. But I'm just making sure it that is flat-footed, or we are oh, since yeah, we're. I'm still a, a yeah. seven. Is, yeah. 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 Totally. I was just making sure I had all the rules right. I'm trying to get Pathfinder-minded and a little less away from five E-minded. So cool. Right. Uh, he does take eight damage uh, from the arrow and both of them should their uh, hit dice not exceed ten and 
I guess, anybody under the deck that's within 10 feet of them. That does not thusly exceed a conglomerate of 10. Uh, has to make a will save DC 17. A 17? Yes. Okay, well, the guy you hit with the arrow is the one that's also taking the minus 2 to his will saves. And he only rolled a 5 on the die. Hmm. So, he's he's not passing shit. Hmm. Um, the second one failed with a 14. Um, the third one... Oh, no, the third one's not out there. Never mind. There's only two on the deck. Okay. So, yeah, they have both failed. Okay. Uh, so, the stealthy stealth forward uh, for the Rick. That's not amazing. Plus 12 currently. 18 stealth as I make my way over to them. Um, yeah, the guy the guy taking the minuses to his perception now has a negative perception. Which is, aren't is, they, uh, they're both asleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're both asleep too, and that's another 10. Well, they're magically asleep. Like, they, they have to be roused at least within oh, okay. the duration of the spell, which is okay. two minutes. Awesome. So yeah, so, you can stealth on by them then. You don't even have to stealth. You can walk by them and flip them the bird for all that matters. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know how many people are left on this boat. Uh, I'm going to go over and I'm going to I'm gonna pull my dagger. I'm going to like hold it up to this guy's throat. And like, I think he'd hesitate. I like think about what what he's doing, but then think about like what this guy was doing. And then he'd like jam his uh, jam his dagger into this guy's throat. Yeah, these are basically coup de gras uh, rolls. Then. Yeah. Uh, so. so that's four plus one times two. The guy you shot with the arrow only had one hit point left. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I mean, technically he can survive this. He needs to make a DC what twenty fortitude save right now. How about no? Okay. Uh, and then I'll sneak over to the other one, uh, which I assume is right next to him, basically, and do the same. Right. Okay. So. Uh, and that's going to be eight. Uh, so DC 18 or instant death. Yeah, they're both dead. Okay. I'm going to take the amulet off the one guy. But uh, I'm going to go back, like, by Brigard, I guess. It, I think at this point, Brigard might be approaching because he was only supposed to hang back a little. Mm-hmm. Yep, I followed behind, uh, watching your flank and making sure there's no one coming up as you went and murder, death, killed these two people. I'm pretty much going to give them a one-round count and then start making my way up as well. All right. I'll hand Brigard the amulet, uh, and I'll I'll whisper invisibility. Uh, what kind of an action would it be to just pop that sucker on? Oh, to activate it? No, 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 just to pop it on. Or- Oh, you can just you can just put it on around your neck. Cool. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I would I will pop it on and uh, sheath my bow and bring out my bardiche. Okay. Well, if you're going to activate it, um, you don't know how to activate it ah. unless you make the right checks. Uh, I had identified it earlier. Would I know how to activate it, or am I going to have to do the longer identification? You have to do the longer one to know the activation. Okay, that's fine. I'll just have it on. 
that's fine it's not a big deal no i just i I had an idea but yeah i'll puzzle i didn't immediately turn invisible i'll bring the bow back out and uh slap the bardiche back into place okay so y'all make your way over there's uh basically like a ladder that leads down into the ship itself are y'all just gonna go down there y'all gonna try to scope it out what are you doing Definitely scope it out. Yeah, scope. Deficope. <laughs> perceptions. Yeah, perceptions. That wasn't very good. I got an eight. Oh, 14 on the die plus. Nope, not perform. Six. So 20, not natural. Okay, so this ladder leads down into an area where there's some storage and hammocks and things like that. Um, it, it does seem to be empty. Uh, nothing in the hammocks? Um, no. You figure this is probably where most of that crew, you know, that 86% that's on shore? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably where they kind of, like, live and sleep and things of that nature. Okay. So y'all can creep down this ladder, um, but this this level is basically more or less living quarters. So you're guessing that the slaves are probably further down. Uh, do we need new stealth checks? Well, you can make stealth checks if you want. I want to stealth. Okay, well, stealth away. Brigger just told you there's nobody on this floor, but... That doesn't make my footsteps disappear. Or my... Yeah. But I thought pass without a trace does. It just makes us not trackable. Footsteps, not footprints. Ah... Uh... I still want to walk quietly. Yeah, okay, well, uh, that's a 18 stealth for Brigard. I got a 30. Okay. Jesus. Oh, wait, what is Pass Without a Trace? You got a 30. Pass Without a Trace makes it in it, makes it, un- makes you unable to be tracked without magic. Gotcha. Okay, so I, I, okay, I didn't know if it added anything also, but okay, so 18. So yeah, y'all, y'all are tiptoeing across across this deck so Russell are you staying up top to keep watch or are you going to eventually follow them down what are you doing yeah. I've been I've been trying to give them like I said about a full round count before I follow so okay so they they headed down this ladder and are stealthing across this uh, room downstairs now like spider-man there <laughs> I'm trying to stay a good ways behind them and kind of off to the side where possible. Like, if I'm waiting for them, I'm going to duck behind something. That way, if someone's trying to sneak up behind them, I stand a chance of seeing them. All right. So, y'all make y'all's way across, uh, I guess it's a deck, this deck of of the ship. Um, I don't guess they're called floors in a ship. Hmm. So, uh, and you would find a doorway that, uh, or a door that's, that's barred, that has like a bar across it on this side. It, it's definitely there to keep something from downstairs coming up. Uh, can I put my ear to the door and listen? Yeah, I want to put my hand to the door and feel. All right. Those are both perception checks. Yep. I'm going to put my tongue to the door and taste. Ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, 15. Ooh, that's not great. 9 on the die. 15. We have the same bonus. Yay! Alright, so give me those numbers again. 15. We both got 15. Okay. We both rolled a 9. So, it's relatively quiet downstairs. Um, every once in a while, you will hear uh, some footsteps walking about, and you will hear periodically uh, chains being drug across the floor. The door itself feels like wood, Don. Mm-hmm. Um, just there's there's nothing real exceptional about it. it you, you're guessing that based on the footsteps, there are guards down there that walk about some. Mm-hmm. Um, the chains are probably to keep the slaves in, in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and evidently these guards are locked down there with the slaves because this door has a, a pretty sizable bar across it. Um, I, I know I won't be able to like see the auras, but I should still be able to detect them. Is there any magic in the next deck? If I look, if I like point through the floor? Not, nothing lights up. Okay. Uh, I would like to attempt to quietly open the door. Okay. Um, you said it's a sizable bar though? Uh, do yeah. I need to, I, I'll help with a strength check? If you are going to try to do it as quietly as possible, you need to do, uh, is it sleight of hand? Oh, okay. Those I'm good at. I don't have. Can you do that untrained? Um, I've got yeah. it. Uh, I don't think you can pickpocket with it. Like, okay. with it. But I, yeah, I, you can use I'm, it. I'm trained. Okay, I'm going to cast oh. guidance on me so I get a plus one to this. So, so the, oh. are the three of y'all going to work together to to move this plank? Uh, I, I'm not against that at all. Or Brian? are you just letting the two train? No, I'm here. Do it? Um, I didn't do very good, so uh, I got an eight plus. I don't see my fly the hand is... It's a deck I, skill. Okay, so uh, I still add my... That's just a ten. Yeah. Yeah, all I got was a 10. Sorry, I was just trying to hunt down. I couldn't remember. Okay. 10 all you have to do to aid. Cool. You want to you want to <laughs> aid too or 22. you want to do your own? 22. That uh Are you aiding or doing your own? That no, we're doing aid? it. We're doing a singular task. I don't think I have a choice but to aid. You might lift the other side up quieter. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're aiding me then that will give me plus 4. Which will give me a twenty-three, which is just slightly higher. Okay, so y- y'all move this this bar, um, get it, or it's it, it's more like a plank. But y'all get it off and set it over to the side. Wait a few seconds. Nobody seems to have noticed anything. Does, does the hinge look creaky? Do I have the grease spell? Hold up. I think you do. I do. If you don't, but we have to talk to Cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, if if Russell has the grease spell, <laughs> that would be better. Let me have a look. As a matter of fact, I do. Hmm. But he he could quietly ensure that this door will not creep. But I still kind of just want to look at it. And does it like look rusty? Does it look well oiled? I mean, it doesn't look rusty, but nobody's going around oiling the parts on this ship for the most part. It's like. As long as things are clean, they don't care. 
they're supposed to be here. It doesn't matter if it squeaks. That's fair. I make an oil tin motion at uh, Russell. Yeah, Russell, walk up and I'll uh, I'll grease the door, or you know the hinges at least. All right. So. Did you at least buy it dinner first? Some things are more important than food, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Lubrication, definitely. Well, I mean, uh, depending on what kind of food you bought, it might have helped. Just saying, some things are more important than food. Now, nothing is more important than chocolate, but some things are more important than food. But chocolate is food. No. Oh, it's definitely a controlled substance. Chocolate is a gift from the gods. I've seen Discord. It's a controlled substance. (laughs) So, y'all grease these hinges. Silently open the door and... Like... Is it a stairwell? Yes. Uh, like, the the way the stairwell is, if I walked down it, would people, like, be able to see my ankles, or is it, like, the kind that turns around? Oh, no, it's it's just straight down. Um, they can definitely see who's coming or going down it. This, this is not like the fucking Titanic or something. The ship is made for practicality. I turn back to Brigard and I motion to the amulet. Uh, I, I pull it out and I hold it up and I think what's up? You have UMD? Oh, you know what? I think I did. Um, I did not. I, I motion for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll hand it over. I'm going to try and force activate it. Oh, no, I'm going to take a few steps back. It's not a scroll. It shouldn't explode. Well, new magic system. I don't know. Uh, that's an 11. I, I don't think that would activate it. I'll hand it back. Shaking my head, looking disappointed. Okay, put it back on. Um, I'm going to hold one fist, one palm up, connect my fist to it. I'll, I'll hold one finger up in front of my face and just be like, silently like shh and I'm gonna try and sneak down the stairs I silently bumped my hand I was just letting you know I'm ready to smash yeah I I, okay I I know what you were saying I I was I was just being like give me like one second to try okay um that's not amazing that is a 14 stealth fucking freaky ass boards or some shit okay so you start down these stairs and at first the guy just like not even really looking up from his little solitaire game he's playing and he's like that's about damn time somebody got here to relieve us and then he looks up and sees you and realizes well you're you're not there to relieve him i so, shoot him with an arrow hi bitch <laughs> you need to, to roll initiative is what you okay need to do. that's that's fair uh what is my initiative bonus two i got 18 all right and the others? Nine. Twenty. All right. And so... If you go first, Russell, it's a good time for silence. <laughs> I need to roll hers. All right. So, Rush, you said you got a 20? Yep. So you are going first. Excellent. I'm you are still to... at the top of these stairs. I'm reaching into my vest pocket and activating that coin of silence. And then I'm going to move down the stairs, try to make sure I'm within 20 feet 
of the guard. Okay. Uh, you, as you move downstairs, make me a perception. Rick, you can make me a perception as well. Uh, 22. If it's not auditory. <laughs> 16. Okay. Uh, there are actually three men down here. Okay. All side by side, or? No, one is sitting at the table playing, uh, basically playing a card game with a guy across from him. Um, or he's playing soldiers, the other guy's watching and, and talking. And then there's another one a bit further down. The table's set about midway. Uh, the sides, uh, there, there's basically a almost like a hallway because the sides are uh, cages. Like almost like old jail cells with people in them. My idea was if if the guy at the table is the only one who can see us directly. I was trying to make sure he got in the the silence effect. All right. There's there are there are two of them at the table, but you can you can move down and get them both in the within the effect. Okay. The other guy is at the other end of the hallway, and he doesn't seem to have really noticed what is going on yet. Once Russell moves down, is he doing anything else? Um, that's I, I did a, a standard to activate the silent spell on a move. Uh, I think I'm pretty okay, much done. So then it is Rick's turn. This is this count as a surprise round? Well, he saw you coming down. Um, if if you were to shoot at the one down at the end of the hallway, he's unaware of what's going on. The other two know you're there. Okay. I mean, just mechanically speaking, if I'm moving before them in a surprise round, even if... No, no. On, on these two, it is not a surprise round. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and sh- not not mechanically shoot in the face, but I'm going to just try and shoot the one guy in the face with a, with a slumber arrow. That's not very good. Uh, that is a seven. It still goes poof. Yeah. It's still, I miss him, but it still goes poof. Yeah. The, the, the effect still goes off. So... Is that will saves from them? Yeah, 17. Uh, the one playing cards passes. The other one rolled a nat 1. So he does not. I'd be glad when my new dice can come I, in. Can I point at him as a free action? Yeah, you can point. I point at him and I look at Burger. Um, It is the guy who is playing cards' turn. No. He is going to stand up and is pulling a scimitar as he does and is going to come at you let's see if maybe i can roll something decent now uh an 11 does not hit you no so he swings at you but he misses okay and then it will be brigard's turn okay uh you did not fire at the one at the far end no he seems to still be unaware of us all right, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself and fire. All right. A different 20, because that one's been not loving me ever, really. That's better. 15 plus 1 plus uh, 15 on the die plus 1, so 20 not natural. That hits. Okay, and uh, since this was uh, my gravity bow, I get 2d6 damage. That's 7 points of damage. Oh, uh, plus sneak attack, right? Or no? Yeah, the, you can get your sneak attack on this one because he's uh, unaware of what's going on. How do you have sneak attack, Brigard? I don't have sneak attack. I was just yeah. As I said, I was like, wait a second, you're not playing that kind of character. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, just just seven points of damage. Okay. I just lent him my diet and my sneak attack dice. It's fine. 
He pointed, so that means I got it. <laughs> Are we doing that now? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so he is now aware of y'all, considering he just got shot. That's not the guy I pointed at. What other one did you point at? The, the one that <laughs> fucking pulled his scimitar. And none of this conversation is happening in character because we're in a sphere of silence. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're just miming it, mouthing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows what's being said. I read body language well enough. I okay. could tell he's annoyed at me. So Pirate 2, whose turn it is, is asleep. But then it goes to the pirate that Brigger just shot. And uh, he actually, instead of moving towards y'all, moves further away and starts... He, he grabs, like, a rope and pulls on it. And I would... Yeah, y'all are in a y'all are in a sphere of silence though, so y'all can't hear shit. So y'all don't know what's going on there. So then it is Ardell's turn. Uh, let me check my range on this. It is a touch. Um, she's going to attempt an acrobatics check to squeeze through all of y'all, and she's going to touch the pirate with the uh, scimitar pull and he is going to get a fort save oh, which he rolled a 3 on and he gets plus 0 um, and this man starts kind of convulsing <laughs> he's going to be unable to perform any actions beside him until he passes the uh, <laughs> he's jizzing his pants he is <laughs> Oh, fuck, that spell is so good. So yeah, until he can pass his save or is able to make the concentration check, he, uh, he can only move. So, Russ, it is your turn. This guy is pretty much unable to do much at this time, make him a pretty easy target. But you do know the guy at the end of the hallway did something, and you're not sure what because you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, well, I'm gonna... Shoot, it's probably too late to stop whatever he did. I can hope that if he doesn't get to pull the alarm bell again. As soon as he went and pulled a thing, so... Yeah, he went and pulled on a rope, so... Screams alarm bell to Russell, whether or not he can hear it. How far away is he? Um, at this point, because he moved all the way down to the end, um, maybe 50 feet. It's a pretty big ship. Okay. Then I am going to move... I guess I'll move through spaces... Because one guy's asleep, one guy's occupied. They're not exactly... Yeah. Well, okay, they're, one of them's noisy, depending, but... <laughs> but, you, but you can't hear him. Not screaming for the guards noisy. Well, if I move forward 30 feet to close on this this last guard, I would be able to hear him, which is going to be kind of comical, because that's what I'm going to do. And uh, with the sphere of silence around me, I'm going to pull the pistol and fire. All right. That is a 21 to hit. Oh, that hits. Ooh. Awesome. Seven damage. All right. You you fire this pistol. Uh, Rickard, you might notice you don't hear the thunder this time. But... Uh, Rickard was tense the entire time, and then it wasn't. He breathed a sigh of relief. But this guy definitely takes a bullet, um, and that will make it Rick's turn. That guy down at the end still up? Yes, he's still up. Is what he's doing, like, imposing on him at all? Like, on his AC? No. No? Okay. 
I'm just I'm gonna shoot him with a slumber arrow. Okay, the guy down at the end or the one in front of you? The guy down at the end. Okay. Uh, that's only a ten to hit. A ten does not hit. Uh, DC seventeen. And that's Will, yes. Yes. Okay, so yeah, he falls asleep. So now you've got two sleeping guys, and you got the one that can't do anything but move unless he can make a concentration check. Let's see. He does not make his concentration check. Um, so, but, uh, Don, it is your turn. Okay, so, uh, so I have this in my mind. Uh, how far away is the, uh, guy with the rope? He's, like I said, he's about 50 feet away when he went down to the complete other end to pull on the rope. Mm-hmm. Russell moved far enough to get him into his sphere of silence now. Okay. So my, uh, my idea there is not going to work. That's fine. I will, um, I'll, uh, just fire another shot. Okay. Um, he is prone now because he was put to sleep. Yeah, if you shoot him now, he might wake up. Oh, okay, then I'm not going to shoot him. I will, uh, 50 feet away? Mm-hmm. All right, I will, uh, move my full 40. Let me make sure I have a full 40. Yep. Um, barbarian. Uh, so I'm only, uh, about 10 feet away from him, and I have my, uh, bardiche out now. Okay. And that has reach, so, um, Yeah. So I could hit him at this point, but I'm not going to. Okay. Because I, I, f- I feel like I may, I, judging by uh, the look on Rick's face as he was shouting at me in silence, uh, I could tell that I shot the wrong one. Uh, my bad. <laughs> right. So uh, I, yeah, I won't the one, just... you, the one you are supposed to shoot is the one that's currently having uh, convulsions of sorts because yep. uh, Ardell hit him with a spell. Yeah, and uh, he's having a much worse time than this guy's about to have. So I think uh, he got off easy. <laughs> not on purpose so uh, yeah that's all I'll do I'll just have the bardi shout uh, I'm in the conus, or the sphere of silence as well so I can't even say anything but I've got my bardiche ready to uh, swing down at him alright so that makes it Ardell's turn having her or having seen the guy go pull the rope she's thinking kind of like Russell is thinking that he might have sounded an alarm so she is turning back back to the doorway uh, going up the stairs towards the door and is going to cast a spell up there on the floor but since none of y'all are up there y'all don't know what she casts and that takes it back to Russell's turn Mm -hmm. then we've got this one guy who's asleep over here that I'm in range of right and you've hit him once and Brigger did hit him with the arrow that it was supposed to be for the other guy as well okay I'm going to hit this guy with a short sword with chill right. touch. No, not chill touch. I'm going to hold on to that. But he's, I could just coup de gras. Yeah, you can. Uh, trying to remember. It's an automatic okay. critical. Yeah. And that's a, um, nine points of, or no, I'm sorry. Not nine. 15 points of damage dude is dead hmm. all right rick you've got the one asleep at the table and the one in front of you gonna shoot at the one in front of me that's a 10 oh that guy 
Yeah, that guy. Yeah. The one that's going. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> What'd you get to hit? I only got 10 to hit, but he still has to make a DC 17 will save. Alright. I have. I'm determined one of these freaking pirates ought to make a will save sooner or later. So, he did not make the will save. These these pirates. Oh, shit. So, one of them is dead. The other two are asleep. Yeah. Um, unless somebody else joins in, Rick's going to try and finish the other two off really fast. Alright. I don't think I can communicate with Burger and Russell very well at the moment. Well, he he moved the Spear of Silence with him when he went down to the other one, so you can talk to Brigard right now. No, I'm down by... Brigard, uh... Yeah, Brigard went down there. Oh, he went down there too, okay. Yep. So, yeah, uh, so which one are you going to try to kill first? Um, Jizzy McJizzy Pants. Okay. That's teen. That's 14 damage, and does he wake up when you hit him? It's a coup de grace. I don't know. Make a save? Because you didn't do near enough damage to actually kill him. He has to make a fortitude save or die. Okay. So what is the save? 24. 10 plus the damage dealt. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So he will die. Okay. Which is good. You didn't want him to get back up. Because <laughs> um, you effectively ended her spell when you put him to sleep and he could have fought. That's fair. And he has more HP than the others. I like to point out that being unconscious doesn't make you not come. And this is the last episode of Dust. <laughs> Just roll your motherfucking coup de gras. Uh, <laughs> uh, 15. Okay. Yeah, he's dead too. So you've got these three dead. You've got the one which uh, the two of you down there where he's at, if y'all want to make perception checks. I do. Sure. Eleven on uh, six, seventeen. It's, uh, seventeen as well. Nice. All right. So this rope that he ran over and yanked on, it does seem to run up, like the side of the ship, uh, like into a hole and outside. So yeah, it was probably an alarm bell. <laughs> but if it was just an alarm bell up onto the deck, right? Only only somebody close enough to the ship itself would be able to hear it. Yeah. Uh, we didn't check. Was was there a upper quarter, like a captain's quarters or something? Uh, there, there is a basically a captain's quarter up on the basically on the deck. There's there's a room. That's the word I'm looking for. There's mm-hmm. a doorway that goes into a room, but y'all didn't go in there and look around. Mm-hmm. Are these uh there are cages down here? Yes, it's cages full of people. Oh, full. Uh, could I get a number with my perception check? Just ballpark? Uh, yeah, I will actually roll a die and tell you. Mm-hmm. There is, There are 26 people held in these cages. Oh, dang. Okay, and are there keys on any of the downed bodies or hanging on a hook just out of reach of the, one of the cell doors? The guy that was feeling pretty good before Rick killed oh. him has yeah. keys on him. I think Rick should have to take an alignment change, but that's just uh, just Don like, thinking out loud. Russell's uh, Russell reached to a pair of thieves' tools at his belt and started working on doors. <laughs> All right. All right. So y'all start unlocking these doors. Um, uh, Rick is going to be trying to haul ass up to the top. Okay. Um, when you get to the top of the stairs, you are met by a sight, dear. A sight? There, 
Yeah, there is a like 10 foot radius spread in, in the area in front of the door of these long, I mean like 10 foot long rubbery tentacles with just this oily substance dripping off of them just thrashing about in front of the door. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Ardell shrugs and says to keep people from getting to us if they heard the alarm. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, is there any way around that? Uh, I ask her if she can help me get the ship out of dock. Uh, she'll look at you and be like, I don't know a whole lot about ships. Pretty certain you need a crew to sell one this size, though. I think you're right, but I think it's better than the entire crew getting on board. What makes you think the entire crew is coming? Well, there is an alarm. And that's the worst possible uh, outcome. So, thus, very likely to happen. I see. So somebody rings a bell and you get scared. God, I wish Russell could hear that. <laughs> I wish Burger could hear anything. <laughs> Speaking of, as uh, as uh, Russell goes ahead and shushes all the slaves as he's working on the door, and then he'll dismiss the silence bell. Okay. <laughs> He's just looking very frustratedly at her. I'm like, are you are are you not worried? I told the motherfuckers I was coming for my sisters. They decided to leave the vote. Vote. That sounds like their fault. Yes, that is their fault. That is why we currently have the boat. And if we want to keep the boat, it is probably good to keep them from coming back on the boat. Are there any especially fetching half elves in these uh in these cages? Uh, yes, yes. There are. And you would notice that the uh, majority of these, um, word I'm looking for, these captives are female. There are some males among them, but most of them are females. So you're unlocking all the gates and letting these these people out. Ardell's standing at the top of the stairs arguing with Rick. Rickard, what are you doing? Uh, opening the cages violently, uh, stepping silently. Uh, and uh, every now and then he's going to reach up to the to the amulet and just try and just think back to the books of uh, figuring out how to uh, activate it. Right. Oh, and uh, you know what? Once all the cages are open, everyone's like milling around. Uh, I guess I'll loot the bodies to see if there's any gold. Now that Brigger knows about currency and commerce, he's kind of excited. <laughs> all right. Well, created uh, a monster. Once, once the cages are open, most of these people just hightail it out like... They're, they're right to the, the tentacles. Uh, well, she dismissed the tentacles so Rick could get by. That's right. But uh, as far as these uh, pirates down here, they do each have a uh, first level masterwork scimitar on them. Yoink. Um, they each have a first level shortbow on them with 20 arrows. We're not doing all that magical stuff, so let me... When you say first level shortbow, is that like like first level on your masterwork scale? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. I've not actually played. I think I said before, I've not actually played with your masterwork scale, so I'm just making sure that I'm writing that down too. And between all of them, you will come up with 30 copper pieces, 25 silver pieces, and two gold pieces. How many gold? Two. Two. Yes. 25 silver and 30 copper. So yeah, most of these people head out. Uh, the twins, 
and three other girls head over towards the stairs when Ardell Ardell sees the twins she'll come down and hug them and everything um and these these three other girls are staying close by the twins uh they are just human girls but uh they're they're kind of waiting to see what's what's what what's going to happen so Rick did you go up top like I I didn't initially actually know before that she actually dropped it or that she just stated that she could yeah <clears throat> yeah he'll go up top and assess the situation uh you don't see anything unusual uh there's a few people milling around the the docks and whatnot but you have to guess most of these guys are off drinking somewhere um for now I'm just gonna keep an eye out Okay. Well, I didn't know if he's going to try to sail this boat off solo or not. Well, I think that would be best done with a little bit more planning. But uh, I got a 24 perception. Yeah, you don't, you don't see any threats. So, what's the game plan? Uh, Russell's waiting for everyone else to gather up and head out before he heads up. Um... After that, there, there's one more door on this boat that we haven't checked, and I'm I'm kind of curious. All right. So, um, Ardell and the girls will go back up top, and I think they're just kind of waiting to, to see what you're going to do. Um, you're going to go try the captain's door? Yep. So, it is locked. You can, of course, make your uh, disable device. There we go unlock the door a 20 yeah a 20 will get you in and i'm also on the way up i uh reloaded my gun all right so you go inside and the, the captain's quarters are pretty nice i'm looking there we go um yeah the the captain's quarters are pretty nice think just junk that they, that he's collected that might be worth a little bit of money like silver chalices things of that nature Sweet. Um, if you want to roll a perception check. Sure thing. As well as I'll go ahead and throw up uh, detect magic with my 23 perception. Okay. With the 23 perception, you do find a, uh, basically like a lockbox. Sweet. Within his, his desk. Um, you can open it here or you can take it with you. Yeah, I'll take it with me. All right. Um. And you do find, basically, it looks like a paper paper journal. Um, it has a magical aura on it. You don't see anything written in it. Okay. I will grab that for now as well. All right. And we can investigate it later. Don't necessarily want anyone coming back from shore leave. And, right. You know, I'll, I'll grab, you know, the sundry, you know, the, the, the stuff I can carry, the silver chalice and... Right. Um, as far as the little knickknacks and stuff, you you probably gather up about 150 gold worth of little shit you can sell. Okay. Sweet. I got it noted. Um, that one, Russell will come out and look towards uh, look towards the twins and their sister and be like, "Well, ladies, I uh, I suppose this would be the best point to retire back to your residence." All right. That's. I'd- was confused uh rick said he was going to sell the ship you uh you know how to do that kid it's a fucking boat you, you point it and you let the wind do shit 
It's a big fucking yeah. boat. It takes many people to point it. Oh, no. Get off my ass. What's your problem? She just kind of shakes her head. Take mine. I look around. Is there like a dinghy uh, to this ship? Yes. There's like little little boats that they would probably row to shore. That's probably how they capture people. They're not sailing this big boat right up to the banks. Oh, I was going to say, we saw them on a dinghy, I thought, taking her... Unless I misread that scene. Y'all saw the big boat, um, but yeah, it's a safe assumption that they're not sailing it up to the shore, that they're they're rowing up and grabbing people. I'd, uh, I'd hate to... Uh to debate the details but um we don't have enough hands to use this boat and uh, there were a lot of people away away people come back right so so i'm thinking let's take a dinghy so we've got something and then we'll go with brigard's original plan and sink this bitch i'm not opposed I'm not opposed to you sinking the ship but where are you going to take the dinghy you're going to row up the streets to the temple no, we'll just take it somewhere else, and then we'll walk. Uh, kid? Not not really seeing the point, then. I mean, what if we need to go out on the water? Do we want to row to wherever we're going to go? Better than nothing. We built a sail in the canoe. Yes, and now I have access to magics that can control the weather to aid in our... And we can ride horses across the water. With help from her... But this is where she stays. If we don't stay here, we're stuck without that ability. So where are you going to take this smaller boat? I don't know. The other side of the fucking docks. Maybe outside of town. How? Just uh, Rick or Russell doesn't have any knowledge of sailing. How complicated does it look like it would be to drop one of these boats? Uh, they're just on uh, like a, a pulley system. So it's just a matter uh, of lowering them down. Um, and then they have oars in them. Look, these scumbags got what they deserve, but their friends are going to come back. And if we don't sink their ship, they're going to come back for it. I haven't debated that point. Right. I know that. I'm getting somewhere. Well, get that. They can. Gramps. Kid. Brigor. We left a... <laughs> Muscles. We left our canoe way back the fuck over there. If you look at the map, a lot of what's around here is water. Meaning, if we want to travel somewhere, probably the safest way to do it is by water. Look, if you need to get somewhere, I know somebody with a ship that can get you wherever you want to go. Right now, can we just get the hell out of here? Fine. We're good to do your thing. Happily. I've already done it. That's why I came up later than all of you. We should probably yes. get out of here. Walter <laughs> 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 looks back over at the dock and the dock's fire. Oh, fuck! God damn it, Burger! <laughs> so everybody scrambles up onto the docks and heads back to the temple. Uh, Russell, I suppose you're going to open that lockbox once you're... Yeah, once we get to the temple, I can take my time. I'll, uh, I'll open the lockbox and identify the, uh, identify the book. Okay, so the lockbox on the in, inside of it, you find 400 silver, 90 gold, and 6 platinum. And he steals it all. Yeah. 
No, no, Russell's being fair about it. No, no, no. This, he, he was a member of a gang in the Old West. You don't dick around with shares. That's a good way to get shot in your sleep. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Um, the book is a communication device. It has a matching book somewhere else. <laughs> um, and basically, if you write in it, the match it'll the matching book will receive it. If they write in that one, you will receive it. And it sticks around for a little while and then fades away. Okay. So you have to transcribe it. Ah. And there's no messages in it right now? No. No. Okay. Does this type of book, from what I can tell after identifying it, is there a way to track it? Um, not as far as you know. Okay. Um... If you talk to the, just want to talk to the girls some, yeah, you uh, would find out that basically they're the slavers are, are twin brothers. They're two ships, um, and so you would assume the other ship has the other book, and that's how the brothers communicate to each other. Okay, well, I'm seeing no need for this then. We can hold on to it and see if they uh. If uh, the other brother spills any information. So, the younger sisters are back now, along with three other girls who would introduce themselves as Kath, Tana, and Cassie. Um, and they are from Hill Point. It's on the map. Yes, if you'll remember, it was the town on the map that basically, you know, said, do not go, go there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Russell's going to pull up his map, actually. You, uh, you ladies are from Hill Point? Yes, sir. The, uh, the gentleman who gave us these maps, or person, I suppose, as we don't rightly know who they are, gave us a little note here. I'm just going to show them. Cassie would laugh, and she would say, All right, so you're new here, right? Yes, uh, travelers, I believe, is the term. Well, I suppose you were a little befuddled when you first saw elves and gnomes and half-orcs and things of that nature. Oh, certainly. Well, yeah. Well, they're not the strangest things around. And some of the other races, folks just don't like them. They, they say mean things about them, and they don't want them to be part of their general society. Mm-hmm. And we all had a bunch of little farms over there the land is real good over there and one of these people came and established a little little town there and uh basically all the folks that ain't accepted in in society they try to make their way there to settle Hmm. so that they can have a decent life and not be treated bad all the time oh well hell no no i'm gonna pull out my i don't have anything to write with i guess but um you read anything yet about about the drow and the tieflings? Oh, I think tieflings got mentioned once, and I I apparently know didn't the didn't the gnome know drow sign? Yes. Yeah. And Russell's like, well, I I apparently know uh, I know the uh, the hand speak the uh, the drow do. It's a shared language with my world. We'll see the the mayor. The mayor, well, that's what they call him anyway. He's a drow, and he's got a sister that runs the bar and Mm -hmm. a brother that acts as head of the guard. 
and then they got a little sister too. She has to use them them hand signs. Um, she can't hear nothing. Well, yeah, yeah. And then Mal Mal is is one of the guards, and he he's a tiefling. Um, and then let's see, we've got we've got another tiefling girl over there too. Her name's Cat. And then there's an Ifrit woman, um, and she got a human son. But he don't speak, so uh, the drow girl taught him the signs so that they could talk to each other. Um, so what I'm hearing is, is this is just a place where people go who get, who feel they don't belong in some part of society anywhere else. Pretty much, like so this is just a faulty note then. Most of the farmers and stuff, like my mom and pa, they they all humans. Um, they were there farming the land before the town ever got established. Um, it it was difficult because while the lands were good and you can you can produce really great crops, the the only trade anywhere around on the island was was down at the cove where the pirates stay. Um, so like there just there there weren't no other cities or towns there. So Dravik when he came he he made a town. Well, yeah. Fair enough. I'll go ahead and disregard that note. It's, we, we were all out. Just, we know we're not really supposed to go wandering off down the shore, but we did, and we, we got grabbed by them slavers. They're not supposed to, supposed to mess with us. They, they've got to deal with Dravik, but they don't, they don't, didn't seem to care. I think dur- during the breadth of this conversation so far uh rick's just been kind of sitting somewhere by himself uh he'd have pulled his mask off and been muttering to himself uh but like at that mention uh he'd probably kind of just blurt out they got what they got none of that uh they got what they deserved and then kind of look back down at his mask and be quiet again cassie would look at you and she'd say yes sir they did problem is there's likely to be some trouble over it because there's another ship out there and y'all y'all didn't captain one there so y'all didn't get him and them twin brothers they're strange they're real strange but they're pretty powerful so unfortunately you might have slowed them down but you didn't stop them so what's the captain like well, the captains on both ships, they these twin boys. Well, they ain't boys, they grown now. But they're tall, they keep their heads shaved, and like one whole side of their body is tattooed, like on both of them, to look like a wolf. So they look like they, they part man on one side and part wolf on the other half. Hmm. Are you saying he stands out? Oh yeah, you can't miss them, but they're no good. And I tell you now, if you plan to take on them, you don't want to do it when they're together. They're stronger when they're together. I think Rick is just kind of nodding to this a little bit. He'll stand up, kind of like crack his neck, put the mask back on, and nod at everyone and go towards the door. Oh, hell. I'll, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, Russell's going to get up and uh, look towards Ardell and the twins and be like, Well, ladies, 
looks like we've got one more thing to take care of this evening. Um, leave a light on for us? Ardell kind of snicker and she'd say, You do know that he no longer has a boat to leave on. Mm-hmm. And it is getting rather late. Y'all might want to rest first and tackle this problem, you know, on a fresh mind. I think I'd turn back from the door. Be like, if he doesn't know his ship's gone yet, he won't have his guard up. Or we'd have to know where he's at. It is a big city. Big bald dude with half his body covered in tattoos that look like a wolf. Sounds pretty specific to me. Sounds easy to hunt down. Oh, very specific. But the size of the city. Look there on that map you have. How far could they be? I don't think they'd go that far inland, would you? I don't know. It would depend who he's dealing with. I mean, he's trafficking people. The folks that, that are going to buy people from him uh, probably got some money. Especially if he still thinks he's holding two hybrid priestess that he can sell off on somebody. Sure. And I will say this. I never spent much time on a boat, but back in San Francisco, the uh, officers on a boat didn't hang out at bars at the docks. They, they went inland pretended to be high society for a night or two. All right, I'll just go ask around. I won't do anything, I promise. Just going to see if I can get us pointed in a direction. Seems fair. I still think you should rest. I feel we should rest as well. Wherever wherever he is, he's likely not going to go back to the ship tonight. Why not get some rest and be there in the morning when he comes back and discovers what's happened? I don't think I'm going to sleep anyway. You guys get some rest. We're actually very, very good at helping people relax. Rick kind of just, like, he's got the mask on so you can't see his face, but Rick kind of just stands there for a minute and shakes his head and says, I think I need a drink. Get out, stretch your legs, kid. I'm just going to kind of turn around and be like, horse, water, drink. Can't make him. Um, I'll take your word for that. Yeah, uh, he'll just find a bar not difficult to do there the size of this town there's going to be a tavern or drinking establishment of some kind every few blocks so just pick a direction south okay he just goes and he drinks probably till he's drunk but not shit-faced all right so just if you want to put this down in your notes uh you end up a couple of blocks south of the temple at a place called the topaz cask cask like c-a-s-k Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And it is 10 o'clock, so that is where we're going to stop for the night. Unless anybody has any other little thing that they would like to get done before the session ends. Um. No, I was curious. Uh, Sean, did you explain what your mask looks like before? I'm a I'm little... Uh, I don't think I did. It's pretty plain. Uh, okay. It's just a face-covering wooden mask. Probably has slightly kind of like smiley face features but uh, much more muted uh, gotcha kind of just like you know those masks that are uh, like they, they just have kind of like three holes in them one for your mouth one for each eye mm-hmm. kind of like that just like round holes very simple like the movie The Mask uh close but probably not even that detailed like it probably gotcha. wouldn't even have a nose quite featureless okay yeah uh no i didn't have anything more for brigard uh and what i did what you uh, can wait so it's not a big deal cool um and when he went out to the bar he would have taken it he is just trying to come to terms with what he did turn down sex 
murdered someone. five people. Yeah, I, I know. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dusters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. You can find me do other tabletop RPG podcasts over at HexGridHeroes.com. I'm currently rebooting a Starfinder campaign, and I'm the voice of Pokemon trainer Cory in Pokemon Seichao. Over there, I also sit down with a couple of my friends and we discuss how a horror movie can be used in a haunted house setting. If you'd like to hear me talk more about horror movies, I also do a horror movie review podcast over on the Necropodicon Network. It's right there in the name. How to Survive a Horror Movie, where we talk about movies like Legion, Hush, and Quiet Place, and we talk about how the people in the movie could have survived this better, and what would be our perfect sequel. That's all for me for now. You never know I'm going to have another project, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Don Buley. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. You go into a mining settlement called Fillmore's Crossing. It's about 30 miles outside of the control zone. Do y'all know what the control zone is? Of course we do. Oh, of course Naturally. I know what the control zone is. I mean, control, like, of course we know what the control yeah, zone is. You guys, zone you guys probably the, like the zone. I fucking hate both of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Some weird stuff's been going on in Fillmore's Crossing. We just got word that three days ago, Elma's wife, she tore the three kids limb from limb and doesn't remember doing it at all. Sounds like it's like the, the Wild West out there. <laughs> LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5E podcast. Our current adventure is set in the Wild West and features magic, orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and CastBox. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and even hang out with us in our Discord server, LCP D&D. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Key Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everybody. May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.